Hello and welcome to another episode of Baby Steps. The first step is understanding the paradox of parenting. Daniela Cheng is my name and I'm an early childhood education specialist by passion and profession of a degree in the same. I work as a curriculum designer and consultant and have been working with children for over 10 years in different capacities, but I focus on the early years and particularly zero to five years because it's the foundation of everything about children. And now, drum rolls. Now, before I go to a did you know fact, I know that the corona period has got us in different head spaces and some of us, we're all managing it differently. I want you to encourage you that if it's taking a toll on you, find someone to talk to. And, and if you have a child or children, I think it's the best time because I'm all about kids the best time to engage with them find out if it's school activities that they're doing get engaged in the activities get be part of them do those activities with them find out what's happening with them and if you're receiving uh part of my packs the weekly packets that i'm creating for three to five year olds they encourage a lot of parent child association and it's a good time it will help keep your mind off things so be positive this thing is going to get over we'll come out on the other side alive and grateful to god so, to the did you know fact, did you know that if you read just one book a day to your child, they will have been read to 1,825 books by their fifth birthday. And trust me, there is not a single child who does not love being read to and enjoy picture books. So our kids are on compulsory holiday due to this COVID-19. Okay, okay, technically, they would be on holiday right now because it's mid-April. Uh, but from the look of things, this quote-unquote holiday or school home is going to go on for at least one more month and it's not to scare us but if we're to build ourselves there are countries with the, all the best technology and expertise who haven't been able to go back for about three months so we should be expecting that but i think it's a positive a way to look at it positively we get to spend more time with our children get to know what they're learning about get to be involved in their learning but don't let your heart be troubled trust me this is going to pass away so I've been designing weekly activities for parents and children to engage in. And the one thing I'm very intent on is making sure that the content provided has parents fully engaging and participating with their children because it ensures that the two get to bond and that the parent is able to enter into the world of the child because it's important to know really what your child is going through and how they learn and learn their packs and what, what really gets to them and how they learn best. And it's also because children, I ensure that the parents have to get involved through the packs that I make because children learn best through contact, concern, and good content. And these are all provided in those weekly packs. So if you haven't got yours, please reach me out, out to me on the email that I will provide at the end of this podcast. Another thing that I also like to ensure is that I put a story or a rhyme that parents have to read or sing with their child because reading and seeing to your child is one of the most surest confirmations that they will succeed in the academics because literacy is the foundation of it trust me you all we all know you can't do math or science without it so recently i was reading an article titled we are pressuring students to read too fast too much too soon if you'd like me to share it with you just hit me up on email and i will share it with you and just from the title alone i'm sure we get what it's all about so basically it was talking about how reading scores this is like how we grade our kids or students on learning and their reading 
are going lower and lower as as years go by and that kids are starting to hate books which is no surprise i mean unless like you're the adept reader when is the last time that you as my listener read and completed a book and i'm not talking a book about a book that you had to read but a book that you picked for leisure or for growth or self-development or spirituality or you are among the many of us like scrolling through social media liking statuses and following people's lives and whatever news is new or whatever uh what's it udaku what's udaku it's like gossip yeah and like unless you're like two friends of mine who are like those in my brother serious readers it's it's ridiculous you talk about a book like oh yeah i read that you talk about oh i read that you're like okay sour author of all those books but anyway most of us don't take reading as leisure and that's because we never grew up with a culture of reading or with schools that made reading fun or in homes that people actually read books or where we saw our parents modeled reading books and school made it look like slavery and it's doing the same to our children and we and it's making it worse as years go by which with a new curriculum with new developments school should be getting better for students and so should reading but it's not and like instead of having a bookshelf somewhere in your house or a place where there's books we have wall-to-wall flat screen tvs with the latest stereo and strong wi-fi in every corner and i'm not saying that we shouldn't have these things they're beneficial to their own extent but i'm sure you get my point what our kids see is, is what they're going to model and what they're going to do so having worked in the early years field and in curriculum design for so many years i have experienced firsthand what this pressure to get a child to read can do I totally relate to the article that I was talking about. Where instead of letting a child enjoy learning through play and first develop a love for books by listening to them, being read to them in an interactive way, they're drilled into cramming sounds and letters and copying writing one letter repeatedly a whole page. Now looking at the developmental milestones of the normal child, and I say this because there's a nine-year-old somewhere in this world graduating with his PhD somewhere. And that's why I have to insist that for the normal child, a child at three, four should not be made to read or forced to read or write in the conventional way. There's so many interesting ways you can get your child to start learning how to read and start learning how to write, which I put inside the packs so that the child doesn't feel that pressure. Like it, it just comes naturally. It's part of their play. It's part of their everyday life where they get to do these things and it just becomes part of who they are. And teachers want their children to read and it's becoming... It's not become, it has always been that kind of pressure where the child at three to five years, a teacher is seen to be successful in their teaching because a child can read, which is wrong because a child should not be forced to read at that age. Reading starts at five, six, seven, going upwards. If they're ready before that, that's fine. But then a lot of pressure to force the reading comes from parents, which in turn pressurizes teachers, which in turn now pressurizes the students, and they start developing anxiety, low self-esteem, because they're probably not at the levels that everybody is at. So I encourage us as parents, let's not pressurize our children. If they're not ready, they're not ready. They will get ready when they're ready. There is no pressure. If they start learning to read at seven properly or eight, they will still be able to catch up with everybody else. It doesn't mean that who started reading at four is going to be ahead of your seven-year-old child. No, scientifically proven, it does not mean that. So just breathe as a parent. Breathe. Let your child, like, take in deep breaths. Don't. 
pressurize your child. They will read, they will write, they will do addition, subtraction, multiplication whenever they are ready. As a matter of fact, I think maybe let me highlight some of the milestones, literacy milestones. Like for a three year old, as I mentioned, uh, the first thing they do is enjoy. Okay, this is actually below the age of three. If you start reading for your kid very early, is that they enjoy listening to and talking about storybooks. So go to a bookshop if you can, buy a book, hardcover is best, and start reading for your child. And I know we are on lockdown now. I remember offering to get people books. There are those who reached out, uh, those who reached out late, like they were calling me after the lockdown happened. And I was like, ah, you know, I can't go. Like right now you can go to textbook center. It doesn't have the variety of books that like these ad hoc sellers of other books, secondhand books do. But that's the only option because I, I, I can't go out right now. But after I could. So like get a book for your kids, start reading. Like the hard copy is best. Right now, because if you don't have books in the house, find online websites. Right now there's many websites that have opened up to parents and teachers to read for free, which others you normally have a subscription. So for now, use those. If you have books, use those books. After this period, please make it the first thing to do is go get books for your children to read and for you to read to and with them. So at three years old, you know, they start attempting to read and write. So their writing is usually in form of scribbles and you may think that it's nonsense quote-unquote like this doesn't make sense but if you ask a child what they have written or what they have drawn they will perfectly give you an entire story about it because they can interpret it and that's what matters and as they grow older to four five six seven these scribbles start developing into symbols and then they start developing into letter-like forms and then they start developing into proper letters and then now it starts moving into a proper handwriting it's a developmental milestone like this a whole explanation on the development of handwriting and writing for children so don't pressurize your kids just let them breathe i'm begging you let them breathe they also begin to identify familiar symbols and this is what we call environmental print so example if they're used to a certain ketchup bottle they will know that that's ketchup when they see witabix or any kind of cereals that they eat a lot they will read that and know that that's Weetabix, not because they necessarily understand what that means, but it's called environmental print, something they're used to seeing all the time. Four or five years old, as they get older, and even the, by the, the younger ages, all these kids enjoy listening to music and playing games and rhyming games and songs and stories. That's why I include that a lot inside the learning packs that I design for parents. And at four or five, they begin now to start identifying that letters and sounds and spoken words are related they will see that once you speak something you're writing it down they realize okay so what i'm what's been said or what i'm saying can be written down you know or when they see you reading they'll be like oh what's written there can actually be read so they begin forming those associations and it's a subconscious kind of activity so I remember in my preschool years where school was a lot of singing, dancing, nursery rhymes, games, art, playing, socializing, and it was half day. And we enjoyed the life out of our preschool years. The expectations for us to start reading began when I was about five, six years old. Before that, we only pretended to read, you know, and reading became a hobby for me for the longest while and until we came to Kenya and I joined what I call the military 844 system and that was when the end of my reading as a hobby 
began like seriously it ended like that and it was last year that i decided to be intentional on reading a book a month because usually if it was not something about children or some form of development for children or myself i almost rarely turned the pages and i feel bad like i honestly do miss my leisure reading and my parents ask me every so often like what happened to my reading and my response is always <laughs> 844 happened it really did and that's why i will always be grateful to god for the new curriculum which if it is followed the way it's supposed to be and with a bit more oomph like our children should get back to loving read to read and loving school and it's another reason why i also adore designing curricula for the early years because i'm privileged to bring that joy back to learning but honestly nothing's ever as bad as it seems that's what i believe and so there's hope in getting our children to love reading and i'll provide a few steps and begin by insisting that as much as you can or someone at home can take about 15 minutes every single day to carry your child and read to them a physical copy of a picture book is best because trust me no app will ever replace your lap reading aloud a book with them has immense benefits first they get to bond with you as i mentioned second they get to engage as you read third they pick up that if you love to read every day they might as well join in the bandwagon and start reading fourth they learn that reading is fun five they get to learn lessons from stories memorize them relate them to life if applicable they learn rhymes as in the case of most children's books they begin to associate print with sound they learn to pay attention they learn to stay focused they learn patience trust me the list goes on like there's immense benefits when it comes to reading with your child and this process also contributes to a healthy emotional and psychological development because books and bonding are actually very comforting for the child and very reassuring another thing to do is involve the imagination because stories allow you to wander into a different life into a different character into a different person the life of the narrator you know of the main character and of other characters this is why when we read aloud books we ask a lot of why questions and what questions so for example what do you think this story is about as you show them the cover or you've read the title you ask questions like what do you think will happen next or what do you think let's say jack did with the with the giant or what would you do if you were cinderella or tiana you know how do you think jack felt when this was happening or how would you feel if you were jack in the story there's an endless way of engaging children's imagination and getting them involved in the story and this is a skill they will carry through their entire reading lives they get to know that stories can be personalized they get to know that they can get, carry their imagination into whichever place they want to and then come back to us and just live the books through their experiences something they can also do is act out or dramatize a story with you and those in the house this activity also helps sharpen their memory because for them to act it out or role play it, they'll have to remember what the story was about something i also make sure that i include whenever i'm designing lessons always remember to use different tonal variations and moods as you read to bring the story to life if somebody was angry use an angry voice if somebody was excited use an excited voice if somebody was scared use a scared voice just bring the story to life i realized that it's also important to mention that you can start reading to books to children even in the womb yes trust me at some point they begin to hear you and mothers know that and even after they're born still continue, continue reading to them and as they start to open their eyes well and see the pictures everything comes alive and sing 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 oh my goodness i can't 
emphasize enough how much you should sing to your child rhymes are very good because there's the alliteration of different sounds and repeated sounds you know twinkle twinkle little star how i wonder what you are you know the star and the r it helps with sharpen their listening skills and it's very nice for them to listen to and they enjoy it serenade them with lullabies you know and sing nursery rhymes and even spiritual songs because they all have rhymes which are captivating to the ear just know that it's never too early or too late to begin to read that to a child even if they're eight start it there you should also encourage them to share their stories you know the way you do when you read or experience something exciting and you can't keep it to yourself like if you read a certain story here you're calling out your your friend or your sibling or somebody like oh my goodness have you heard this and oh this is what's happened to me and this is what happened in my day let them do the same thing let them share their opinions and questions and stories with you encourage them to make up stories and tell them to you and anyone who else in the house who wants to participate in story time trust me children are the most creative human beings because their minds have not yet been boxed in a certain way of a forced reality as adulthood has done to us and for children who grow up being allowed to keep and nurture this creativity end up being the ones who come up with the most intriguing storybooks and animations the most innovative technologies and pieces of art and these are things that take the world by storm one other key thing to do is model 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 if your child sees you read books a lot they will do the same but if they see you swiping through device screens most of the time they will find interest in the same thing and reading will become foreign to them in fact as they grow older they can be reading books on a tech device like kindle or amazon or whichever other device even on the phone and there are many apps that also have interactive reading and depending on their learning styles which i talked about in previous episodes audiobooks might work best so this can be achieved best by like having them listen to a story being read as they follow with the copy as it's being read or the online version knowledge is power so let's practice exposing our children to a range of genres different genres of literature and if your child is in a school where they're pressurized to learn how to read before the age of 5 tell them to stop and please if you're the one pressurizing as a parent please stop it like i'm begging you because it's causing a lot of anxiety in our children and anxiety creates one of the worst conditions for achieving anything and they will always associate reading with negative emotions and that's not what we want so let them just follow their appropriate developmental milestones as well, as i've mentioned and you can search even online what's most what's developmentally appropriate for your child and you will know that they are on track and they will get to where they're supposed to get through they agreed upon reading age is 7 years yes like 1 to until 7 7 years is when the world and its professionals in literature and child development agree that a child should be able to read and should start reading properly so let the child interact with picture books let them read those picture books let them sing and let them enjoy rhymes let them dramatize let them imagine and recreate their own stories i mean who knows they may grow up to be one of the best writers the world has ever experienced Anyway, that's it for me for today. If you have any questions, comments, topics you'd like to hear and if you'd like to feature on this podcast, feel free to reach out on babystepsbyd at gmail.com. babystepsbyd d e and we will make things happen. Also free, feel free to share your reading experiences with your child with me and if you need any help with the language and literacy development reach out to me and i'm sure to help and even provide ideas and resources that can help 
including my reading packs which are part of it but if you want anything tailored for your child just let me know at babystepsbyd at gmail.com blessings your way and remember that reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body bye